You're listening to the Sports Moment, January 11th, 2024. Part of the Sports Moments and Memories with Craig Olson podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe so you never miss a sports moment. Sponsored by Pemberton Law. And Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Today on the podcast, we continue looking back 25 years ago to that Otter Boys hockey team that finished third in the state in Class A, the highest finish ever for an Otter hockey team. Today, we're going to be getting comments from a number of players and Coach Brad Bergstrom concerning the championship game in the section as the Otters beat Little Falls 7 to nothing, But before we hear about that, let's hear from one of the junior defensemen on that team, Ben Brimhall. Ben talks about the, the team as a whole, what made them click, and why they had that success on the ice. I think definitely, you know, I know once uh, Kevin decided to come back, I think everybody's, I don't know what you call their morale, would just all of a sudden was like, oh man, we got Kevin coming back, and I think we knew it was going to be a special season. We had a lot of the right pieces, and that was kind of the icing on the cake and really got got the team going. And when you have a goalie behind you that has the ability that Kevin has, how much does that make it, I don't want to say easier, but how much more confidence do you have as a blue line guy, a defensive group, in uh, in the guy behind you? Yeah, it's huge. You know, you, you you don't worry if you make a mistake that if for some reason you fall down or somebody beats you, you know, you have a, a guy behind you that's your confidence going to stop the puck, you know, so that's that's huge as a defenseman. And it's, it's great to have on a team. Talk a little more about that defensive group, uh, if you can remember who was who was all making that up. But who did you skate with primarily, and um, how would you describe the the type of defense you guys played? Were you aggressive, offensive defensemen? Were you pretty much more, hey, let's secure the zone and just get the puck moving? Well, the first pair was Davey Karst and Ben Shaw, and and I would say they were definitely Davey was probably more defensive minded, and Ben was was very defensive minded, but definitely had had that offensive punch that we needed, and then. I feel like I was kind of the second set, and I I I was definitely more of a defensive-minded defenseman, and I I played with Nate Townsend, Dave Limblum, DJ Ecker, Justin Stock. So I I feel like I got to play with quite a few different different partners throughout the whole year. And as far as the recollections of that battle with Little Falls, goaltender Kevin Ackley has these memories. They were, and they, they had a goaltender that you know, as you're growing up, you know all these people you play against. He was a good goalie from Wadena. I forget his name now. He moved over his senior year. And, you know, anyone who played any sport at a high level, you try to find something to motivate you. And I can certainly tell you as the other goalie, compete against the other goalie, that motivated me. Um, But being able to be a senior and to come back and to win that last game the way we did, you know, it wasn't a one-goal game. We dominated that game. And that was so satisfying as a team. Uh, to be able to do that, to come back and just dominate the section finals. And like Ackley, one of the captains on the team, Aaron Olson, has some outstanding memories of that win over Little Falls, one of the, the rivals for the Otters throughout Aaron's years as a varsity player. Yeah, that's funny. We we played Little Falls all four years in the in the sections of my high school career, so we beat them all four times. That doesn't happen very often, but... Uh, 
they had one player, Mario Flippy, and we knew he was good. And whenever he touched the puck, we were all over him. So we knew it was going to be a, a, a close game, but uh, it ended up being a, kind of a blowout. So we were surprised by that. But you're right with that. Uh, with Coach Bergstrom, we had a game plan, and we executed it perfectly. And Josh Anderson, the leading scorer on that team, shared his memories of battling with Little Falls in that championship game in the section playoff. They were a tough team, you know. I, I seven to one, maybe or seven nothing was, uh, you know, that, that, that was a tough run for them. But they they had a few, you know, good players. I remember Mario Filippi and a couple other guys that that were that were pretty good. But uh, they always came hard. It was never, in, you know, they always made it hard on us. You know, they never. Never gave anything. They had to battle for it, for every inch, um, you know. And it, it was it was always a test. Um, you know, they always brought their best game against us, and we always knew we had to had to play our best game to make sure that we beat them. So, um, you know, it was hard fought and always was. Um, it, you know, uh, luckily, you know, we were able to come out on top and and uh, take the trip down down to Minneapolis. And as for head coach Brad Bergstrom. He was really pleased with the way his team performed with a trip to state on the line as they battled the Flyers. Yeah, you know, uh, we had played them earlier in the year, and it was uh, and it was a battle, and we had a number of kids that were missing from it, and that was the game I remember the first time when we played Little Falls is that was uh, we had shut them out as well, I believe, and Kevin Ackley was the savior for the game. He, he played just outstanding that game. And so when we came into uh, the, that section final, uh, we knew it was going to be a tight game. We knew it was going to be a tough game. But uh, our kids, the, the kids from that team, they were so laser-focused. This A lot of times you'll see a section championship. There's nerves. There's butterflies. That kids are, are trying to figure out how to get acclimated to that. Not this group. Many of them had been there before. They knew what needed to happen. And it was a very business-like approach. And so in the end, was it a surprise that we won by the score we did? Sure. But does it surprise me? No, because they were so laser-focused. And we had a game plan, and they executed it to perfection. And that's and, and then the results showed up on the scoreboard. Well, tomorrow, as we wrap up our memories of the 25 years ago uh, when the Otters won that uh, third-place trophy at the state tournament, We'll be looking at the state tournament and recollections from Coach Bergstrom and the players about those three games and how they played on the big stage. So we'll look forward to that. In the meantime, I do want to thank Donovan and Renee Rasmussen of Lake Area Docks and Lifts for being a part of our podcast. They have five locations in Minnesota to serve you. And be sure to check out their boat show booths at the Minneapolis Convention Center and the Fargo Dome later this month. Boat show discount promotion is effective now, and that means you can save money before spring at Lake Area Docks and Lifts. The Spartan basketball teams were on the road last night. They went to Anoka Ramsey Community College in Coon Rapids, and it turned out to be a tough trip. The Lady Spartans turned the ball over 33 times in the game, and that led to 36 points directly. And Anoka Ramsey defeated the Lady Spartans 66-45. It was the first 
Southern Division loss of the year for the Lady Spartans. The Spartan men really gave Anoka Ramsey a battle, but they came up short 76-74 the final. Turnovers hurt them too. They had 22 turnovers while Anoka Ramsey took really good care of the ball, had only 11 turnovers. And one of the things that hurt the Spartans was uh, Mason Muir was out. He broke his finger in the game last Saturday, and he was out last night. He could be done for the year, depending on how that uh, finger comes around. So uh, Spartans were shorthanded again uh, last night. They did get Javen Tindall back. He had a double-double, and Belinda Alamati came back as well. So they did get a couple of guys back, but missing uh, Mason Muir sure uh, didn't help anything for the Spartans last night at Anoka Ramsey. Do want to congratulate Maddie Foss of the Lady Spartans. Maddie was named the MCAC South Division Women's Basketball Athlete of the Week for last week. She averaged a double-double in the Spartans' two wins over NJCAA nationally ranked teams, number two Minnesota West and number four Riverland. She scored 33 points, shot 65% from the field, Grabbed 21 rebounds, dished out four assists, had three steals and a block in 70 minutes on the court against those two teams. Congratulations, Maddie, on a great accomplishment last week in getting the Southern Division Women's Athlete of the Week Award. And last night, the Minnesota Timberwolves gave the Boston Celtics a tough matchup on the Celtics' home court where they have not lost. They're 18-0 and on their home floor. And the Celtics won in overtime last night, 127-120. to And the Timberwolves had a nine-point lead with 3.35 to go in regulation and could not hold it. Jason Tatum was really good for Boston. He scored 45 points, 14 of them in the fourth quarter, another 12 in overtime. You know, the Wolves have not won a game in Boston since March of 2005. They will come home to host the Trailblazers on Friday night. And the Minnesota Wild, they need to get healthy. Boy, do they. They are 1-6 and six in their last seven games. They've been missing several key players during that stretch. And last night, they were really shorthanded again, and the Dallas Stars drilled them 7-2. to two. The Wild come home to host a three-game homestand starting tomorrow night against Philadelphia. And everybody's asking me, what are the Vikings going to do with Kirk Cousins? Are they going to come to terms? Is he going to be back next year? Well, yesterday, Quasi Adolfo Menza, the GM, used his strongest language yet, saying that he wants Kirk Cousins to return as the Vikings quarterback. So they're starting their negotiations on the same page because Cousins said Monday he has thought deeply about the possibility of a hometown discount to re-sign with the Vikings. We'll see where all that talk goes. And thanks for joining us for our podcast today. Be sure to tune in tomorrow when we remember the state tournament run for the Otter Boys hockey team as we look back on sports moments and memories at that third place finish in the 98-99 season. Thanks for joining us. You've been listening to the Sports Moment with Craig Olson. Sponsored by Pemberton Law and Lake Area Docks and Lifts. Produced by Sunroom Lab. Music by Blue Red Roses. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and thanks for listening.